Good morning from the KYMN Newsroom. I'm Rich Larson on FM 95.1 and AM 1080. Less than a week remains in the 2023 session, and the pace at the Minnesota legislature is turning from an organized sprint to a chaotic flurry. Although the session has produced new landmark laws almost on a weekly basis, there are still several issues to resolve. The Keeping Nurses at the Bedside Act is a bill that has gained quite a bit of attention over the past two weeks. The point of the bill is to establish committees in every hospital that would set staffing levels for nurses with certain ratios in place, including a maximum number of patients for which any one nurse would be responsible. The Minnesota Nurses Association says the bill would establish a higher level of care for hospital patients, while hospitals and healthcare systems say it would create a cap on the number of patients they could take and could reduce overall hospital capacity by as much as 15 According to a CNN report published in April, more than 100,000 nurses have left the profession since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. The report went on to say that of the nearly 6.2 million nurses in the United States, more than 25% plan to leave nursing in the next five years, severely depleting a profession that was in need of people before the pandemic began. The bill is being presented as a solution that could stop the nursing exodus and potentially bring nurses back to the profession. Hospitals have responded to the bill with skepticism. Northfield Hospital and Clinics issued a statement yesterday saying the bill would not address the healthcare workers shortage and would in fact keep the hospital from being able to admit patients as necessary. Speaking in March, NHC President and CEO Steve Underdahl said there is a complexity to the problem that mandated ratios would not address. So as an example, we might have a patient that needs one-to-one care. They may be a very acutely mentally ill patient, as an example, that we really have to staff with at least one-to-one and sometimes two-to-one. There may be another patient that's waiting for a skilled nursing bed who really doesn't require hospitalization technically anymore, who might need very little of that kind of attention. Meanwhile, the Mayo Clinic has said if the bill passes, it will cancel all plans for expansion in the state. Speaking in response to Mayo, Speaker of the House Melissa Hortman said an exception could be made for Mayo based on their stature and status and because Mayo has a very good acuity tool that they use. An agency pushed back against Hortman's statement, saying that every hospital must have a very good acuity tool, which measures the amount of care any one patient would require. In its statement, an agency quoted Dr. Raul Karan the CEO of the Minnesota Hospital Association, who said many health systems across Minnesota have acuity tools like those at the Mayo Clinic, and to leave behind the Minnesotans they serve is unacceptable. Any alternative that works for any hospital and health system in Minnesota must work for every hospital and health system in Minnesota. The bill is still working through committees in both the House and the Senate as the authors try to find a compromise with the Minnesota Nurses Association and the Mayo Clinic. The Northfield Riverwalk Market Fair and the Friends of Downtown Northfield are partnering this summer on a series of events for locals that they hope will also attract people from outside of town to come experience downtown Northfield in all of its summer evening glory. Third Thursday's downtown will be a combination of Saturday morning Riverwalk Market Fair vendors and the Bridge Square block parties that have run throughout the summer on Third Thursdays for the past two years. Northfield City Councilor Kathleen Holmes, who is also a longtime board member of the Friends of Downtown Northfield, formerly the Downtown Development Corporation, 
Federation said that friends were looking for ways to invigorate the monthly block parties when they were approached by the folks from Riverwalk Market Fair about teaming up. From there, the idea grew to move the event directly into downtown Northfield. The events will be set up on Division Street between 4th and 5th Streets. At least 20 Market Fair vendors will line the street, and the city's showmobile will be set up on one side for live music performances as attendees browse the vendor booths and find activities for the entire family. The first event is scheduled for this Thursday night, and Holmes said the Market Fair vendors will be well represented. They'll be handmade things, and I think, you know, as the season goes on and we get more produce and, and those mm-hmm. sorts of things, we'll have those probably later later in the season. But I think here early here in May, we'll have uh, some of the, you know, they reached out to all of the vendors that they have on Saturdays and people were pretty excited about trying something new and seeing what this what this might do. Holmes praised the partnerships that have been made while putting these events together. It has taken participation, she said, from the Riverwalk Market Fair, the Friends of Downtown Northfield, the Chamber of Commerce, and many other organizations. All of them, she said, are coming together to support downtown Northfield. We're getting back into the swing of things after the pandemic and trying to really increase the economic vitality of our downtown. So anything we can do to bring in more people, more shoppers um, to just be in our space and and build that sense of community back, I think is is goodness for, for our organizations, for the businesses, for Northfield on the whole. The first third Thursday downtown event will be this Thursday and will run from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And the Northfield City Council will meet tonight in the council chambers in City Hall. Among the topics to be discussed at tonight's meeting, one will almost assuredly be the reverse referendum petition that was presented to City Clerk Lynette Peterson yesterday. A pair of agenda items authorizing feasibility reports for 2024 street projects could be moot if the city decides to not hold a referendum on funding the 2023 street projects and is then not able to issue bonds for one year. As always, the city and the council are asking to hear opinions and comments from the the public. Anyone who wishes to do so is invited to come to the meeting and address the council on any topic they see fit. Those wishing to voice their opinions without addressing the council should email their counselors directly or post a comment through the e-comment button on the agenda section of the City Council website. Tonight's meeting will begin at 6 o'clock. For KYMN News, I'm Rich Larson on AM 1080 and FM 95.1. The one.